Hi, family. Welcome to the podcast. I'm my sister's keeper. As you guys are aware, I mean, everyone should know me at this point by now. I'm Carla, the host and founder of podcast. Um, My sister's keeper was created so that women would have a safe space uh, just to feel comfortable discussing everyday issues that affect our well-being while keeping shit real, raw, and uncut. This evening, we are going to talk about what uh, does effective communicating look like with your spouse or significant other. According to studies, 67.5% of marriages end in divorce due to ongoing communication difficulties. Uh, We have in the building uh, with us Dr. Ruffin, who uh, is ready to set the record straight. Uh, Dr. Ruffin is a New York licensed clinical social worker who holds a doctorate in social work. She has 15 plus years of experience uh, providing counseling for individuals, couples, family, and for groups. Dr. Ruffin, we need you to help set the record straight. Are you there? I am here. Thank you, uh, Ms. Carla Daly, Coach Carla Daly, for having me. Um, Of course, I love it when we get together and we talk. I am here um, as a clinician. A therapist in private practice. I work with quite a few couples, and one of, and you know this, but one of the biggest things that that comes up is communication, communication, communication. And we know that the way anybody who's been in a relationship knows, the way we communicate can make or break that relationship. It can enhance the relationship and make it better. Or listen, it can lead to escalating disagreements and, you know, just drive drive people apart. I, it, it, I think it is the foundation of all that we do. Respect and communication, I think they're hand in hand. And and I think what happens is there there's you end up in a cycle of, of poor communication, you know. And when, when people say, do you communicate? They say, oh, we communicate just fine. But when we're in session and we look a little further, we see things, um, uh, some ineffective communication where you might have, you know, one partner um, is just demanding, cutting the other partner off, won't even let them talk, you know? Um, something that comes up a lot and you wouldn't, I would think that, that, that it wouldn't come up a lot, but you have people that refuse to communicate. I have couples where um, one will get upset and just won't speak to the other. They're in the house for days, mm. not talking. The okay. one couple, the one person is saying to the other person, hey, you want breakfast, you want this, you want that. And in situations like that, I put limits on it. Now, if you are upset, you take an hour, you take two hours, but we're not going to be up in the house together for, for weeks, yeah, that's, days. That's, that's you know, crazy. Just, just not speaking. Yeah, that's you know? crazy on a whole Listen, other level. Yeah, It happens a lot. Yeah. Um, uh, we have communication issues where uh, one partner is trying to manipulate the other one with negative emotions. They're either um, acting sad and depressed or crying. That comes after mm. a lot. Or anger. You know, you're afraid to, to say what you really think or really communicate, um, speak up because your partner gets angry. And um, 
there's criticizing, you know, you know, you can think of, you know, you have two people talking and think of the one person going, yeah, 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 there you go again. It's always that. It's, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just where you don't feel comfortable um, talking. And then the way that we speak to each other, you might have a partner that calls him, oh, he's lazy. He's hateful. He's this. He's a You know what I mean? Like, these are not things that encourage effective communication. These are things that kind of push couples uh, apart. And those are just a few of the things that I run into, you know, and I think once people, I think if you say, how am I communicating? We might say, you yeah, know, I think I do okay. But if you, you look closely and kind of think back, as I mentioned, some of the examples, you can probably see yourself in your mind's eye. Maybe, you know, we get snarky sometimes. We might have a comment, you know, the conversation's over. One's up upstairs, the other one's downstairs. And you got somebody, you talking to the plants, about the person, you know, you talking to the cat, mm-hmm. you know, you're not saying your husband's name or your wife's name, but you're mm-hmm. talking mm-hmm. about them like a dog, mm-hmm. you know, to the pet. So they know. So, and what we have to do to get out of this, these, these ways of communicating ineffectively is that you got to keep in mind that you're trying to resolve something in your relationship. You know what I mean? You're trying to solve an issue um, you're trying to have that other person understand what you, you know, you're trying to get your point across, you know? But you know what's um, interesting? I don't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead. I found that sometimes you have couples who there's one person that's very analytical, right? And then you have another person who isn't. So the person that's analytical, it's always trying to get the other person, the partner to see the big picture and Mm -hmm. the other partner perhaps sees it. But due to the fact that they didn't express it, won't kind of agree with the person that's analytical. And then it becomes almost a oh my God, like a a back and forth of who is going to be responsible to resolve the situation. Does that make sense? Um, um, It does. And and remember the whole point of this, the whole point of communication is so that we can resolve issues and be together and be happy and be healthy. You know, not saying that's everybody's goal for their relationship, but it's not about winning. You know, when you have the person that it it could go either way, you have the person that's analyzing everything. Well, that's not what you said last time. And how come when you said it, you said the word different this time? (laughs) Or is that what you really mean? Or how? That's a new word. Who taught you that? You know, right. Um, And again, it's, it's, it's not about winning. You know, sometimes we want to be right that's what isn't that what I said that's what I said you know what I mean but that's not about us communicating and coming together and I think you know a lot of times the fighting we do with loved ones you know the gloves are off we're home there's nobody here but us okay um and if we're not careful we can get too comfortable you know like I tell people a lot of times when you're when you're communicating and you're saying things be careful about getting angry because you might say something that you've been thinking, but you may not have planned on telling your partner right. that that issue or in quite that way. You know, 
you hear about people having arguments and they're in the middle of whatever discussion and while we're at it we tell them we don't like their mama and that has nothing to do with you you see what i'm saying like that's not helping work things out um one of the most important things we can do is see it from the other partner's perspective Mm. you know you don't have to agree but you can acknowledge you know and in some situations you're not going to agree you know it depends on what you're discussing but at the root of everything again is there's respect yeah um even if you don't agree with what your partner's saying you can acknowledge what you've heard. You know what I mean? And you can say, okay, I hear you saying you don't like it when I throw my clothes on the floor. Okay, I get that. I'll do better or, or, or whatever it is. You know, when we start thing, saying things like you always this and yeah. you never that. Nobody always anything. Nobody never anything. And then you know? you're setting the tone for a really harsh interaction. You are. And, and I, I say to people, you know, how do you, how, this is somebody you're trying to get along with. You know, you might be angry, but you have to be careful, you know, how you speak to the person. If you whispering under your breath, if you're, you know, I know I've had issues where, you know, I get to enunciating. I make sure that I'm like laying on certain syllables, you know what I mean? Because mm. I want them to know that I'm upset. They already know you're upset. But again, these are things that we do not always because it's just what we do we've seen our parents argue you know or we've seen our our grandparents resolve issues you know we we some things we have on our own and some things we see but in order to be able to communicate and heal and grow and have a healthy relationship how we talk to each other how we approach each other all of that stuff is really important um I have been in sessions where the husband is so hostile, right. okay, that it's like, okay, hold on, time out, stop. Like, I'm uncomfortable and I'm just listening, you know? Um, or where the the wife or the girlfriend has, like, little snide comments, makes little, you know what I mean? So it's, and I often remind couples, are, are we here to resolve this? Or are we here to, you know, we taking punches and jabs and, you know, verbal. There are people they never hit each other, but honey, some of the stuff they say to each other, it's like because you can't y- take it sure? away. Because you can't. Right. You're right. Once you say it, you can't take that. You can't take right. it back. You right. cannot yes, take it back. You can't take it back. Yeah. And I remind people, are y'all trying to work this out, or you know, would you? You know what I mean? And you know, and that's a, a different conversation. But again, that goes to the healing and the respect, even if. It's the uncoupling. There's still a way to say your piece and communicate things and um, and closure. That's a whole. That's a whole other thing. So, one of the most important things we can do, okay, is to keep in mind that we're trying to resolve something. Okay, our goal um, is to stay together. Like I've I've had people say, you know, this isn't going to work for what we're trying to do. So if you have two people that want to be together and they want to communicate, they're going to be willing to put in the work. Okay. And it's in conversation. Some people are snarky or, you know what I mean? When I say snarky, you got to comment about everything, you know what I mean? Or nice, nasty or whatever. Right. Right. And before it turns into an argument, that's how they're communicating. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That might be It's almost like one is putting fuel on the fire. 
mm-hmm. with their mm-hmm. comments and their body language. Yeah. Absolutely. So even in everyday conversation, I tell people, don't do a lot of joking. Sometimes you have one that's a jokester. And, you know, there's always a little truth in a, in, in a joke. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, yes, so be yes. careful, you know. Um, again, being respectful, being considerate of how you talk to your partner. And if something that your partner's doing is bothering you, don't wait till you're standing at the top of the stairs screeching, you know, <laughs> right. like, like a monkey, you know, right, and somebody right. throw, you know, throw your banana or whatever. Right. You want to be able to say, hey, let's talk about this. And I encourage both partners. You might have one person saying, listen, I'm really upset. We need to talk about this. And then you have the other person saying, well, I don't want to talk about this. You have to be willing to communicate, to be vulnerable, um, to hear the tough stuff, the stuff you don't want to hear. They may say, listen, I didn't like how you talked to me in front of your mom. Yeah. You know, and you have to be willing to listen. You can't be like, oh, my God, there you go again. Right. I don't want to. You won't get where you're going, you know. And then sometimes we have people that are just dramatic. All he said, you know, was that he doesn't like the way you drive his car. He feels like you're going to hit something. You were like, oh, no, he don't want me to drive his car because he, you know, you know how it is. It's turning into something else. And that's not effective communication. Um, I tell people, keep it specific, keep it simple. Let's not talk about what happened 14 years ago, okay? (laughs) (laughs) We talk about, you know. Right, exactly. Exactly. And and I think as humans, that's what we want to do, okay? Anytime something happens, well, you know, in 1987, you did the same thing and I'm tired of it. But that's unfortunate if you're keeping a scorecard and you're keeping a scorecard for 14 years. That's a problem. Right, because it's not about winning. Right. I'm not trying to be right and make sure you're wrong and prove that's not what we're doing. We're trying to understand each other, resolve any conflicts and, and pave the way for us to be happy and at peace. You know what I mean? Um, again, keep it simple. What, what's going on right now? What are you upset about right now? I want to hear what happened six years ago. Even I tell people if, it, if, if, if there was a, a issue of cheating six years ago, and then you saw him hold the door for somebody at the grocery store today, tell him how you felt about him holding the door for the person at the grocery store today. Don't talk about what happened six years ago and what was going on when you met him at the club. That's not what we talk about. Right. You know, cause then it turned into, Oh, there you go again. You know, um, keep in mind, you care about this person. This is somebody you said you love. Right. Okay. Right. This is somebody you said you want to be with. This is somebody you built a life with or had kids with. Now, if you don't love them and you don't want to be with them, then that's a different kind of conversation. But you still are going to communicate in a way that conveys respect, um, empathy, um, and just a desire, really. To get along. And I keep saying to be at peace, to be at peace. You know, it, it says in the Bible, listen, a man would rather be on the rooftop than in the house with a, it says, odious woman with a hateful woman. Right. And vice versa. Some of the men are hateful. And the women are like, listen, I can't. 
And when I talk to you about people that they don't speak and there's all this conflict and things like that, it's not, it's not always the women. It's oh. not always the women. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that's that's oh, just, that's heavy because, you know, we fight to get to work. We're fighting mm-hmm. at work. You mm-hmm. fight to come home. And then when you get home, you have to fight. That's, mm-hmm. you have no mm-hmm. peace. You have no peace. And sometimes that's the person's personality. Again, that's their communication style because they've seen this. Um, uh, maybe grew up with this. Mm. That's where some of the name calling. I feel like, listen, if you can't communicate without calling her some names or you calling yeah. him some names, we, we need to take, you know, we need to take a closer look at what's going on. You know? Um, again, you care about this person. This is the person you want to be with. If you don't, then again, that's a different conversation. Um, but everybody's entitled to respect and positive, effective communication. So um, a lot of times we need to be um, have empathy when yeah. we're communicating. Yeah. Um, we need to walk in love. Just, we need to walk and, in love. That's, that, that is, the, I'm saying empathy, but that is one of the best ways um of explaining it uh you want to problem solve you want to mm. um validate you know a lot of times as a therapist we're validating um their feelings we're validating their thoughts and things like that we're saying yes i, I understand i understand what you're saying you don't have to agree but you can understand where yes. they're coming from yes. and you can verbalize that again if you can see it from your partner's point of view and they can see it from your point of view, that cuts down on, again, some of the hostility. It reduces blaming, you know? You're showing your partner, I'm interested, and I care about what you're trying to share with me and how you feel about what happened between us, okay? And that's important, because sometimes we get so caught up in how he made me feel and what he did and da-da-da-da-da. You know, and it goes it goes both ways. You have to be able to listen to your partner. Again, and this is one of the like I I I, I saw a documentary and they were talking about one of the biggest things that tells you there's a problem in a marriage is when one is talking and the other one's rolling their eyes or acting like, yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. That there's so much in that. Because once you get to that point, it, you guys are close to uncoupling. So now that's that's interesting that you brought that up. The uncoupling, Mm -hmm. when is enough enough? And and I know that I that really depends (laughs) on the individual couple. But I got an email in, and the email is for you. And so, um, there's a Cassandra in Kentucky. Hey, Cassandra. Hi, Cassandra. And Cassandra wanted to know, she said that she's been married for 10 years. Her husband is a liar. Uh, listen, I'm just, this is what Cassandra said. Hey, okay, you're telling us what Cassandra yeah. said. She said that her husband is a chronic liar. He lies about everything. Everything. Um, she said that at this point, she's just really kind of ready to walk away. She said that she's picked up a couple of books on, you know, how to communicate effectively. And she's really working on herself. She has tried the different approach of instead of cussing him out in the street, she Uh 
gathers her thoughts. She then has a civil conversation with him and she lets him know, you know, these are the things that are bothering me and this is what I would kind of like for you to do moving forward with me regarding whatever the issue is. Um, in the letter, in the email, um, she states that sometimes he, you know, is okay with the message that she delivers to him and then other times he is sitting um they're having a conversation together and he's huffing and puffing like oh my god here we go here she goes how many times does she have to say this over and over and over again like i get it i don't want to hear this shit um she just says she's like she doesn't know what else to do and uh, uh, from what I gather, they have some type of business. And she just said at this point, she doesn't want to put any more money into the business because she's ready to walk away. She's done. She's done. So when is enough enough? Well, you know, enough is enough. My mom used to always say you can be a lot of things, but you can't be tired. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, um, If we were in session, I would say, give me more. What kind of liar? What is he lying about? Is he is he telling you things well, I mean, you don't the, believe what he's saying? Listen, I got a three-page email. So um, <laughs> the, she okay. said that he has been unfaithful. Okay, so let me let me just start. Let me start from the beginning. It looks like she's the breadwinner in this uh, marriage, that she makes more money oh than he does. Uh, according to what she said is that He's been unfaithful. He's always up in some woman's face. When he does get money, he doesn't spend it properly because it's all about him. It's never really about the family. It's all about him. It's about cars. It's about clothes. It's about hanging with his family. Um, You know, they can sit down and have conversations about life, love, family, togetherness. And in her face... You know, it, it'll it be a decent conversation. She'll walk away feeling like she's been heard. But then six days later, it's it's always something new um, in regards to him not being honest. Uh, if she asked him, hey, did you pay the light bill? He will say he paid the light bill, but then he's taken the money and we don't know what he's done with the money. Mm, he's lying when the truth will do. Oof. Yeah, it's just so. I mean, it's three pages. I mean, she really lays it out. So my first, I'm sorry for cutting you off. My first question is, why do you stay? What What's going on that you feel like? It, it, it sounds like you know they've been together a long time. And, yeah, she said that she um, she said that she she said that, and this is towards the end. She just basically said that she is over 50 now. She doesn't feel that she's attractive as as attractive as she used to be. But she said now she's, you know, she's back in the gym. She's trying to get her life together. And um, in the, dis- she's found comfort in the dysfunction. Now that's deep. And, and yeah. sometimes. But she wants out. But she wants out now. She doesn't care. She's done with it. Okay. So a lot of times we say because the devil we know. Right. Mm-hmm. It's better than the devil. We don't. And we've gotten comfortable and we're fearful of starting over. Yes. yes. But 
even as she has made up her mind to, to leave, um, they're still going to have to communicate in terms of splitting up that business or splitting up the finances or whatever. Mm-hmm. And what's going to be very important for her is keeping respect. Okay. Um, so she don't have to call him a piece or whatever. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. Um, she's still going to need to be flexible and be willing to, to compromise, um, to be inflexible and to just be like, it is what it is. And I don't care. And I want, you know what I mean? It just, it, it's not as effective right. and it's not going to be as helpful. And if you're going to be like that, you need to be like that through an attorney, um, in my opinion. But, um, it sounds like she's very upset with him. So as they communicate, when she's feeling like, okay, now, uh, she's probably going to need a timeout. Yeah. What I love to encourage people to do in situations like that, even if you're going to have a conversation or um, not an argument, a lot of times we're planning to have a, a, a conversation and it turns into an argument. Mm-hmm. One, I tell people, one wrong word to set it points. off. One wrong right, word but I tell to set people, it off. Mm-hmm. Write down your talking points and stick to the paper. When you get away from your talking points, that's when you start talking about his mama and, <laughs> and what happened in 1978. Listen, right. <laughs> you have to focus. So um, stick to your talking points. Have a timeout when you need it. Um, I have told many people there's nothing wrong with holding your hand over your mouth if that's what it's going to take to keep you from saying the wrong thing. Because remember, once we start being disrespectful, once we start talking over each other, you know what I mean when I say talk over each other. He's talking and she's talking and, you know, it just turns into just a screaming match. And it's like, what's the point? Right. Because you don't Um, get anywhere. You don't get it. You don't resolve anything. Right. And you're going to. So even if we're disagreeing or we're arguing, there's a way to do that effectively. There's a way to do that constructively. You know what I mean? Like, what are you trying to get, get across? Um, again, you want to resolve the problem. Okay. I tell people, sit down, make eye contact. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, watch how loud you're talking. Um, acknowledge when the other person is saying, Oh, I disagree or this happened or, or whatever. Um, Nothing wrong with agree and disagree. And again, um, try not to argue. Take a time out if you need it. You know what I mean? Because the point is to resolve whatever or to get us to a better place than we're in right now. Um, you got to be careful. If somebody's getting aggressive or disrespectful, yeah. th- there's no point. And if the person is snarky or intentionally trying to hurt you, or um, uh, I think about that that TikTok or demoralize you, you know. Um, you know, you have to wonder like what are, what's the point of all this? Um, I thought you were going to mention. Remember years ago, I used to date that guy, and we broke up, and he took. Well, obviously, he took the things that he brought into the relationship, but he took the nails out of the wall. Do you remember that? He took I, the nails out of the wall. I thought you were going to say that because yeah. I thought you were about to say that. Well, that's beyond communication, but that's what I mean when I say, you know, being hostile and being yeah. disrespectful, being disrespectful. And I believe that when you are disrespectful, okay, uh, you reap what you sow. If you yeah. plant it, you're going to have to pluck it up. Be careful how you treat people, okay? Because you don't know where life is going to take you. So even in uncoupling, 
Okay? You don't have to take the nails out of the wall. You don't have to take the nails that the pictures were hanging on. Um, and listen, what you taking that last roll of toilet paper for? You're not going to have any toilet paper where you're going? Nina. Like, but some people are just, you're so upset and you're so mean. And what it is is the person hurts you and you want to hurt that person. Yes. But, like, what's the point? So we're hurting each other? Yeah. And, and, I, and, I, don't, and I don't mean to laugh because it is... A, well, I'm laughing about my situation because yeah. you took the nails yeah, out. Yeah, that was so long and ago. You, yeah. And you and you and you used to always say, "I wonder what where them nails at." I wonder where <laughs> the nails. Are at. Those nails. <sighs> I just wonder what he did with them. Nina. No, you could get a box in it, but anyway. But hey, he knew where he was going in his life, and maybe he felt there weren't going to be any nails where he was going. But I'm gonna leave that where it's at. Yeah. But. Again, at the foundation of all the communication is the respect that we have for each other. Because mm-hmm. if you don't, res- even if you don't respect a person, or if, if you don't have to disrespect that person, you can still communicate and, um, you know, stay on point. You don't have to be aggressive. You don't have to say nasty things and try to hurt the person. You don't have to be like, you always this and you never that. Uh, listen, and again, what happened in 1978, leave it there. Leave it there. Mm-hmm. You know, because I feel like this, if something happened in 1978, this is 2022, you still dealing with them. Hey, you, we're past that. You still there. Right. And and even when I work with couples, I'm like, well, wait a minute. Well, when did that happen? Okay. That happened when y'all first got married, but y'all stayed married. So let's, what's going on now? Cause we can't roll all the way back and say, you always, mm-hmm. you must've been okay with something. Cause you're still there. Even I, if you're saying yeah. right now, you're ready to go. It's like, keep your focus. I have a friend that always says focus focus mm-hmm. and I also have a friend that said he was going through some stuff with his wife and the attorney said calm yourself calm yourself you got to calm down you got to focus um when you are communicating I'm communicating with you and you're communicating with me I don't have to tell you that I don't like your mama and you don't have to tell me that your mama didn't like me right. it's unnecessary information right. you know but people and are then, just so busy trying to hurt each other. And I agree. Absolutely. 100%, like, it doesn't even make sense. And if you guys are just going round for round and round for round and arguing and just, you know, or if somebody's been drinking or if you haven't had enough sleep or if yeah. it's after a long day, you are already setting yourself up for failure. The point is to be able to, again, um, resolve our issues, yeah. get us to the next juncture in whatever the situation is either us getting back on track so that we can stay together and make this relationship work marriage relationship whatever or us saying you know what i'm gonna cut my losses something you always say and i laugh when i think about it what did what did he say was it kenny rogers you gotta know when to hold them you gotta know when to fold them and you gotta know when to walk away i love that one i now i use that often very much but even in that you can be respectful. Yeah. Kenny, look, he, he folded his cards and left. He didn't shoot everybody no, on his way out the no. door. And you he wasn't can do calling them names or nothing. You can he, do just, it in love. he just politely, mm-hmm. he politely left. Right. You know? No, I love that. And again, I say it, again, jokingly, we're laughing about it. And this is serious stuff. Yeah, serious. But I think anybody who hears this um, conversation will be able to see themselves or somebody they know in it. And I think there's always opportunities um, for us to do better because even if we do really well in this conversation you know the next one is not guaranteed you know you have to mm-hmm. work at this stuff mm-hmm. and again be willing what is the outcome what are you going for and it, it I keep going to the Bible and it's like, if at all you know if at all possible be at peace 
Yeah. Peace. What's you working and paying bills and raising hell? Come on. No, I I agree. You know? I mean, uh, I think that um, you brought up some valid points um, this evening and flexible flexibility. Definitely uh, walk in love, walk in respect, be mindful, um, be intentional of the words that you use because words hold Absolutely. power. And Absolutely. I agree 100 percent. If your mama didn't like me and we've been married for 15 years, I'd probably already know your mama don't like me but absolutely and i know i gain weight you don't have to call me fat yeah I know. yeah like all of that is just so tacky and tasteless and so mm-hmm. disrespectful um and and let me say this even if you're having a conversation with the other person the other person is clowning and show it out showing out you don't have to meet them where they are right you listen you keep it together don't sit there and be abused. It's okay to say, you know what? This conversation isn't really working the way mm-hmm. we need to. So I'm going to go on and go. Don't stand there argue and name call and tell them, you know, threaten you're going to have somebody ride them around in the trunk or whatever we tell people these right, days. Right, right. Just, you know, keep it simple. Keep it simple. I, I love to say life is too short to be doing all this. I you know, agree. and you have to look at your motivations and your reasons behind your behavior, but that's a whole other Dr. Ruffin, we love you. We thank you for taking time out of your busy evening to uh, stop by the podcast on My Sister's Keeper. Listen, we need you to leave your information. How do folks reach you? Folks can reach me at my website. It is www.ninaruffinlcsw.com. Dot com. I am on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. You can uh, send me a message. You can send me an email. You can DM me. Um, I'm on Psychology Today, Therapy for Black Girls. If you Google me, I know there was a song. If you Google me, you will find me somewhere. And just there's so many different ways to contact me. Again, shoot me a message. Send me a text. Drop me a phone call. And or is it drop me a phone call? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I know. And uh, I'm sure I'd be happy to uh, work with those if I have room. Got to see what my caseload is looking like, or um, to answer questions, or just I don't want to say give advice, but to give direction and let people know about resources as much as I can. Appreciate you, Doctor Ruff, and love you, girl. Bye. Yeah, thank you for having me, Coach Carla. Love you much. Love Bye-bye. you. Bye, girl.